Miyagi pick you up here this afternoon, okay, Julissa? Sayonara. Welcome to the next four Karate Kid Minutes, a podcast where we discuss the next Karate Kid four dog curbing minutes at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Matt. And joining us today from Hamilton, shot by shot, welcome back to the show, Rose. Hi, this is my last time I get to be on the show, except for the next two days. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Wednesday and Friday. Yeah. (laughs) Well, uh, we're happy to have you here. Um, We also want to mention that your dad, Brian, is probably going to be uh, chiming in now and then when he just can't contain himself, even though his male voice is not allowed on the show. (laughs) So he's going to be on all the time. (laughs) Right, right. He likes to break rules, I guess. Might as well say hi right now if you're going to talk later. I do have a nasty habit of showing up on podcasts I wasn't invited to. So (laughs) here's another one. Hello, everybody. Uh, you're like the you're like the dad chaperone that you're, you know the daughter's just kind of like oh will you please just go stand over there. <laughs> well, I was going to start chopping some zucchini when you guys came on to podcast. <laughs> but you show her respect. We have to we have to save that for uh, uh, later. We can't discuss that right time. now. <laughs> um, are female for the next Karate Kid? Mm-hmm. For the first three Karate Kids, why don't you have all male guests? Uh, that seems like troublesome. Uh, like if we actually designated that as a rule, at, other than only males would be <laughs> signing up for a Karate Kid podcast casting. Uh, that almost yeah. happened, anyways. I think. Yeah, <laughs> you kind of fall into that. <laughs> every, I mean, you know, every girl we kind of talk to, her, like, you want a guest on my Karate Kid podcast? Uh, no. <laughs> well, Karate that's the Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, we want to ask our guest, Rose, uh, what is your history with The Next Karate Kid? Like, when did you see it? Um, how many times have you seen it? Do you watch it every day like I do? No, just me? No, I didn't. <laughs> but I saw it in the theater when it came out. Oh, well, really? Um, what? Yeah. Wait a second. I don't know how that happened. Did you travel back in time, perhaps? Yes. Okay. Yeah, how old are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got to remind the audience how old you are, just so uh, uh, they get the joke. <laughs> I am twelve. All right, our youngest guest. Although I don't know, did we, have we had like a younger child on at all? Just kind of popping in every once in a while. No. Oh, does my cat count? He's only two. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You're not the youngest guest, Rose. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I um, it's pretty simple I just watched the first three movies and I loved them a lot mm-hmm. and I started watching the fourth or the next Karate Kid I think I started watching it with my dad and then he had to leave so I just finished it by myself and he never got to watch it with me did oh. he just did he find like he's like oh, I got some something to do in the gar- garage right now um I picked up my work phone and went, oh, what's that? Work's calling? Oh, I got to go. Yeah, that's basically what happened. Well, it legit happened, but, <laughs> but I did see it today, and we okay. watched it a little bit uh, together, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. So what did, what did you think of it, Rose? I like it a lot, although I think the second Karate Kid is the best. Thank you. 
Thank you. <laughs> I say either one, one or two. I, I accept those as the correct answers. But you know, a lot. There actually are going to be guests that are coming on here that uh, that think this is the best one. So, I'm, but it, I'm just kidding. The the Karate Kid remake is the best. All right. Well, uh, I think the Zoom connection is getting a bit spotty. Man, it might just be us tonight. Uh, <laughs> you're trying to you're trying to uh, get my goat, aren't you, Rose? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, uh, let me just ask you straight up: Are you an angry kid? Like, do you give your dad as much grief as Julie gives uh, Louisa and Mr. Miyagi? Yes, but I'm not as angry as Daniel. <laughs> That's you, you think Daniel's talk- angrier than Julie? Okay, could no. be. He could be. Oh. I don't know. They're. I think they're pretty comparable. Oh. They have equal oh, levels of anger. I think. Yeah. I think only three. He's he's a little more controlled <laughs> than the other two. Three. It's yeah. He's, he rivals Julie a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see Julie ever throw a bonsai tree into a canyon. So you know, <laughs> Julie's got one up at least. Uh, awesome. Well, I'm glad you're here, Rose. Uh, today we are talking about minutes 12 through 16 of the next Karate Kid. They begin with Miyagi dropping Julie-san off at school and end with Eric lying to Ned. Uh, these, I just love, I love in this uh, uh, movie we have like Eric and Ned. <laughs> you know, like there's a the, there's a big int- love interest and antagonist. You know, uh, has anyone just, ever just, been? Scared of a guy named Ned? <laughs> no. The only other Ned I know is very religious and he's not even real. <laughs> Flanders? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Isn't Ned the deputy in Twin Peaks? Am I, I haven't watched the in a deputy? long time. Uh, that's Andy. Oh, Andy. Oh, but even sorry. if his name was Ned, Ned that still wouldn't uh, dispute my point. No one's afraid of Andy. That's true. <laughs> uh well, we pick up today where we left off on Friday with Mr. Miyagi dropping Julie off at school. Uh, and it seems like when Miyagi told her uh, he was bringing her to school, you know, on Friday, it seemed like it was a surprise. They had just dropped off uh, Louisa and he's like, yeah, and you're going to school. And she's just like, what? But she's yeah. got her book bag with her when she gets out of the car. <laughs> so. She was hoping that... Uh... He did, was not familiar with the concept of school because he's old. <laughs> yes, yeah, <laughs> it's been a long time. Maybe, maybe so she was. My dad the... sent me to school. <laughs> <laughs> maybe she was packed to get on the plane. She's like, "Hey, I thought I was going." <laughs> oh, school, <laughs> boo. Um, this is the first time in the movie that we've seen Miyagi actually talking to Julie, or she like allows him to talk to him mm-hmm. to her. Uh, and he's already calling her Julie son. What, what, what do we think about this? Like son is a title of respect. It's if you care about somebody, you call them something son. Like would the Japanese just kind of attach the son to anybody that they meet or. Mm. I think uh, he respects and cares about everybody. Yeah. So that's why he calls everybody that. Maybe. Ah, uh, Kreese son. <laughs> <laughs> he never says Kreese's name, does he? That's true. So we never have to have that question even asked because he just doesn't – people he doesn't like, he doesn't even address them. He just pretends they don't exist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean I'm wondering like does Miyagi already think that he's going to take her under his wing? Like he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'll give her the full Miyagi. Go ahead, Louisa. <laughs> Head off to the airport. So he's already giving her the title. Off to school you go. Put on this white belt, by the way. <laughs> yes, yes. Take the sweaty bandana from me. 
uh, the whole other movie, the full Miyagi. I don't know if we can get into that in a family friendly show. <laughs> <laughs> Your daughter's here. Okay. So, uh, Oh, uh, the other thing I had to ask about, uh, Saad is, uh, why is it in none of the movies? We never hear Daniel or Julie go, what, why do you call me that? <laughs> why are you calling me that? I guess they know. <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe it's like they Googled uh, it. <laughs> no, maybe it's just within popular culture. Like people knew that it's a Japanese thing. I don't know. It's hard to think of the culture before Karate Kid because I'd always heard "son." I immediately think Daniel Son. You know. Yeah, yeah. And I I figured out what "son" meant because of the movie. But if somebody just yeah. randomly called me "son," I'd be like, "I'm but not I mean, your son." You live in Vermont. How many Japanese people are there? That's <laughs> true. That is true. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, yeah, this place could use a little bit more culture. Just saying. Uh, <laughs> uh, Julie uh, gets out of the car, slams the door. No word. Miyagi's like, Sayadara. It, it, it seems like he's happy to get rid of her at this point. <laughs> Sayonara. <laughs> so what's Miyagi up to? I mean, he's on his own in Boston. He's single. He's got a huge house to himself. Is it, is it kegger time now that Julie's gone to school or what do you, what would, what would you get up to Rose? Big big house alone by herself for a few hours. Yeah. If it was me. You're in Mr. Miyagi's body, keep in mind. Okay, yeah. Um, If I was Mr. Miyagi. You're an old man. (laughs) I don't know what that's like. but um, Ask your dad. Hey-o! What's that like? I would just take a nap. Yeah. (laughs) I think Mr. Miyagi took a nap. Yeah, he'd either do that or practice karate or something like that. Yeah, he, break, he breaks something. Yeah. yeah or we just cut he's... cut to him like he's sliding across. <laughs> we cut to him sliding across <laughs> the floor in his socks, uh, in his underwear, like Tom. <laughs> yes. She's gone. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> uh, speaking of music, Julie walks into school and we get our first music check in. Uh, this song. Uh, is called Moving On Up. It's not the Jefferson's theme. Uh, although, if there is some amazing Karate Kid Minute fan out there who would like to redub uh, everybody walking into school to, hey, we're moving on up, moving on up. <laughs> no. I mean, it might work just as well as Moving On Up by M People. <laughs> M People. is that that's, that's the name of this band. <laughs> and they were never heard from again. <laughs> Apparently, they were huge in the UK. I looked them up. This wow. song peaked at number two on the UK singles chart and number wow. one on the UK dance singles chart. Wow. And I got to say, it's kind of stuck in my head this week, even though I was, I kind of came, I wanted to come to the podcast going, this song doesn't work. It's two nineties and I hate it. But now I'm like, who do you think you are? <laughs> <laughs> it did reach number 14 in the U S I will say that I I've never <laughs> heard of it outside this movie. Me neither. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, M people, the M stands for Mike. So this is Mike people. Uh, Mike, Mike Pickering is a DJ that formed M people. His intention was to create songs and feature different vocalists for every song that he produced. Uh, so yeah, every vocalist would be a Mike person, I guess. But, uh, the singer of this song is named Heather small. And she was so good that M people just turned out to be turned into a pop group that featured her exclusively. And there's a video out for it. You can watch it on YouTube. Um, the song is all about a girl telling her boyfriend that she's done with him, which is it's what I think of when I'm 
walking into school first thing on Monday morning. Um, I'd never heard of it. Uh, it was also in the Full Monty and the First Wives Club, which sounds like it would work in something, some sort of comedy-based thing. I don't know. Um, but yeah, what do we think about this song as scoring this scene? Like, like, like they wanted some sort of beat to move the kids through the hallways to? I, I, mm-hmm. I think the, this yeah. song makes sense for this scene. Yeah? How so? Uh, I don't know why. I just feel like it's a good song. You're just feeling yeah. it. Just feeling yeah. it. Yeah. Right? I think it like it definitely shoves the franchise into the 90s musically. Like we yeah. have the dance beat and that that sax. That boom, 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 boom. Uh, and since this movie was made in 90, 1993, I was like, oh, music. We were so much more cooler. Like That's the year I graduated high school. I'll just reveal that on the show. Uh, and I have the Billboard Top 10 of 1993, just so you can see where we were musically and why they might have decided to put this song in here. So uh, number one is I Will Always Love You, Whitney Houston, whatever. Uh, I mean, big song, but not like danceable. But number not two. Not for this scene. Yeah, yeah. Number two, 1993. Oh, maybe we can think of this song, each each of these songs playing over the scene. Okay, so number yeah. two was Tag Team's Whoop, There It Is. Okay. Oh, oh, <laughs> there, it has to be there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, UB40s, can't, can't, UB40s Can't Help Falling in Love. Uh, Jada Jackson's That's the Way Love Goes. Uh, Silk's Freak Me might be a little off target uh, for this uh, opening scene. Uh, let's see. Number six was Weak by SWV. Seven, If I Ever Fall in Love by Shy. I don't even remember some of these songs. Uh, Dream Lover by Mariah Carey is number eight. Oh, number nine is Rump Shaker by Rex in Effect. Uh, <laughs> Rose, uh, you might have to wait a couple years before you hear that one. And uh, Informer by Snow is number 10. <laughs> so it's like I, I'm thinking to myself, like, <laughs> I think I hate most of these songs, actually. Yeah. I hate that period of of time for music. 80s yeah. music is the best. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, there's some great 90s music. It's just not hitting the top 10 of Billboard. It's not there's the some great 90s music. music later in this movie. Okay, yeah. We'll we'll talk about that. I'm trying to str- I'm struggling to th- Oh, oh. Oh, you you're talking about the, the big uh, one. Sir- yeah, the, the big one. Okay. Monastery dancing. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right, so the teens have walked to, are walking to class. We first, we see actually see Colonel Dugan just uh, glowering at every kid that they make their way. Um, Rose, do you have a teacher have a teacher that's standing there at school and just kind of glares at every kid as they come into school like they hate their life? <laughs> yes, but not like they hate their life. Like <laughs> they're just wanting to mess with the kids. Oh, okay. Like I see this, I, I see Dugan, and I'm like, somebody hasn't had their coffee. Um, mm-hmm. He is played by Michael Ironside. We will get into him later this week because uh, he's one of my faves in this movie. Um, but then we see Julie in this montage looking sullen still. This is her usual look. And uh, we see she's just walking to class by herself. She's got no friends. She's a girl on her own. Um, wonder wonder why she has no friends. We never learned. Like, like did she, she didn't just move here or something, did she? She's so mad all the time. <laughs> she drove her, be her attitude. Yeah. yeah. Should, should we be the males that tell her to finally? Why don't you smile? People will like you better. Oh, jeez. No? no. 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 Okay, we're gonna back away from that really quickly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, I assumed that 
if her parents died and we don't know when her parents died, but it seems like the wound is pretty fresh, um, that perhaps she had to move to this town. I, I'm not, you know, and I go through this movie and I think like, how long have each of these people known each other? And I, I really have no idea. And I, I, I fault the script really. I, <laughs> there's lots of exposition in here, but there's also like, I'm like, what, what is happening? How long are we doing this? <laughs> um, and then we get to our uh, four Calvin Klein models uh, strutting through the hallways of this song. Um, and even the song, yeah, even the song is asking, who do you think you are acting like some kind of star as they're walking slowly through the halls and yelling at people to get the class. Um, so uh, they look cool to you, Rose. Are these guys cool? Yes, they are. <laughs> I mean, they're jerks, but they look cool. I uh, wasted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Them high-waisted dad jeans. <laughs> I think on them, that doesn't look terrible. <laughs> nah. The black t-shirt. The, they all have uh, black leather belts with the silver buckles. Um, but yeah, we find out that you know they're basically acting like uh, glorified hall monitors in this movie. Uh, Rose, do you, do you have hall monitors? No. Are you, are you a hall monitor yourself? No. Are you a hall soldier? <laughs> no. Do you wear all black? Do you have a patch on your sleeve when you go to school? <laughs> no. Would it have been a little too on the nose if they were brown shirts instead of black? <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? I'm, I'm not getting the joke. <laughs> well, they're borderline Gestapo for that school. So, I mean, oh, okay. functioning it. All right. So, I didn't want to interrupt, but I have to bring this up. So, you mentioned the patch, right? Yeah. And, then, like, and it's like a school club, right? Yes. You ever see the movie The Wave? It was like an ABC after school special. And it was with uh, the guy who played the senator in X-Men. He was the teacher. And it was based on a real life um, experiment that happened like in the 70s. And he basically turned on purpose. You know, he was trying to prove a point to these kids about how fascism and totalitarianism can work. And he basically turned these kids into little brown shirts, like little Nazis. And they didn't know it. And it was all about order, discipline, and they had this patch, and it was called a wave, and 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 uh, it looked like a like a wave, like a that like hi, I'm waving, but like a, a ocean wave. And, <laughs> hi, we're not Nazis. Right. Like, hey, right. <laughs> they didn't know that they were like being like Nazi-ish, but they really started um, buying into this like discipline. The teacher was even even the the teacher said he was kind of getting he had to check himself with the power that he was getting over these kids. Like it was corrupting him even. And he was trying to prove this point to him. Long story short, the kids are like, we want to see who this national charter leader is. And there were some other kids were starting to fight against it. And they were like beating him up and like trying to like kick him out of school. There was all sorts of stuff. And well, anyways, it turns out the the national leader was Hitler because he just showed up a big uh, uh, like film strip of Hitler speaking during world, you know, before world war two. Uh-huh. And like, this is your leader right here. And then, and of course, all the kids start crying and realize what they did <laughs> wrong. <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty powerful movie if you actually watch it. I'm kind of making uh-huh. light of yeah. it. It's, no, no. I, special, but, are we the baddies? Yeah. <laughs> like, these guys are like, like that's what they're doing, basically. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right. That's all, that's all I had to say. I, I, I could have, I, I think I saw, uh, I, I think I saw a like a description of it and i was like i gotta see that and it just fell out of my brain but now it's reminded me i need to check that out 
It, it's actually on YouTube, the whole movie. It's like an oh. hour, hour, maybe tops, hour, 15 minutes tops. Cause okay. um, uh, I, I watch it. I had a class in high school that it was literally watching all ABC after school specials and lifetime like movies. <laughs> and it was, it was a sociology class, but that's all we did. And oh, I really wow, yeah. watched it. And I'm like, and I'm like, this is familiar. And <laughs> I must have seen it when I was a kid at some point. And then it's on, I looked it up one day and it's on YouTube. So see, you got, it's called the wave. Mm-hmm. And the wave goes like, you, you kind of go, Heil, Heil. No. Uh, Heil, everybody. Heil, everyone. Uh, right. off podcast land. <laughs> uh, so they, yeah, they, they do have a patch. It's got, it's almost like a yin yang style symbol with like black and silver as like the waves, but there's no dots or anything. I don't know. <laughs> so uh, we next see Julie relaxing in the school greenhouse and she's got plants all around her, but there's no bonsai in this movie. Mm. Right. Like I'm maybe I'm not remembering like a scene of Miyagi, like trimming a bonsai. Maybe he has at Louise's or something, but it, teaching kids about bonsai just ends in tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> as seen in Cry Kid 3 bon- bonsai tragedy yeah alright I'm going to do all the training but I'm not letting her near my bonsai I know what happened last <laughs> time <laughs> I must be trained by this franchise because when I first saw this room I was like oh yeah like uh, we're going to be back here trimming bonsai trees like we have this great little greenhouse here but uh, no bonsai uh it might, uh, I mean, if it wasn't for Miss Miyagi being in this movie, it might uh, negate it from being a Karate Kid movie. <laughs> no bonsai. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, Rose, what do you think uh, Julie's listening to in those headphones? Um, well, later in the movie, we hear her listening to, uh, what was it? I, I'm not good at telling the, what music the, is. The Cranberries? Well, what type of music? She's probably listening to whatever type of music she oh. was then. It's kind of alternative, uh, the Cranberries. Yeah. Um, yeah, alternative pop or something like that. Uh, yeah, What is there like a modern song that we can picture Julia would be listening to uh, in the greenhouse? Like maybe something calming. <laughs> I'm just putting you on the spot. <laughs> Not that I can think of. I don't listen to modern songs. My guess is it's something from the Hamilton soundtrack. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I've heard of podcasts about the Hamilton soundtrack. Uh, yeah. I haven't. What? <laughs> uh, according to the novelization, I actually got an answer. Oh. She's listening to Prince. It says in there, he was her favorite. So anytime you see Julie with like headphones or jamming out, she's listening to like, you know, Diamonds and Pearls or, I don't know, Bat, bat Dance. Bat. Yeah. <laughs> And now I want this entire movie scored with Prince songs, <laughs> just like Batman. <laughs> so uh, also in the novelization, I find out that I found that she's skipping science uh, and she prefers this. Uh, this apparently is an abandoned greenhouse uh, at the school. Uh, what school has abandoned space <laughs> that they don't use? I don't know. Yeah. And it's full. Of, it's full of plants for some reason that. Yeah. And who hangs out in a greenhouse? That's hot. It sounds hot. Yeah, exactly. Not comfy. No. Maybe she maybe, likes plants. Maybe. You know, they could have worked something with that. Yeah. Like Miyagi, like, oh, you like plants? Right. <laughs> uh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Julie's piece is disturbed when one of the alphas, uh, Ned, 
starts harassing her. He slams his hands down, takes her headphones, grabs her, gets in her face, tries to threaten her into going out with him. Um, yeah, that'll work. Yeah. Yeah. She gets an immediate uh, 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 go to H. I got, I'm censoring myself for uh, Rose. And I guess the, the podcast, right? We have a PG podcast, I think. Um, so <laughs> If he was nice to her, like, and for the entire time he knew her, do you think she would go out with him? Um, I don't know. I heard nice guys finish last, so <laughs> he's probably doing the right thing here. Like, really, if you want to get a girl, you just got to get in there. F- no, wait. Uh, no, no. <laughs> uh, I'm wrong. Sorry, Bizarro Robin was just on. First, <laughs> <laughs> you tell women to smile. Now you're getting all expensive. <laughs> Jeez, this. I, oh man, I am the wrong host for this season. Matt, <laughs> take it from here. <laughs> Be nice. There. <laughs> yes. Yes, they should. Uh, Ned should definitely have, have been nicer. I don't know. Uh, uh, unfortunately, the club that he's in it doesn't have a lot of respect from uh, Julie either. So, uh, and, and you know, they're basically entitled bullies in this school, as we find out. Um, but yeah, Ned. Uh, we've been through Johnny, Dutch, Chosen, Mike, and now we have Ned. <laughs> Um, but, uh, played by Michael Cavalieri, uh, not a huge IMDb. He was also in last man standing, which is an awesome movie. Uh, Bruce Willis, not talked about enough, but, uh, other than that, he's, uh, he did TV guest spots on ER, the Sopranos, NYPD blue. And, uh, fun fact, he was also interviewed by our friends at Cobra Kai companion. So, uh, look up that interview. If you want to, uh, hear some more from Michael, I actually he- uh, need to look into that. Does he have hopes of getting into Cobra Kai? <laughs> I don't know. He, right now he's been uh, shopping around a short film that he's uh, worked on. He like wrote and directed. Hmm. So um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think they'll have him in Cobra Kai, but I think they should try to get Julie in Cobra Kai. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. Everyone would like to see that. Yeah. Do you, can you think of a scenario, Rose, where you would like to see Julie interact with uh, with uh, Daniel and Johnny and crew on Cobra Kai? Like, I was, we we're trying our hardest to get uh, to figure out a way for Jessica from the last movie to get into Cobra Kai. It really had the stretch, uh, but it seems. I mean, since she's also a student of Miyagi, it make, makes sense, right? Yeah, I think, um, like you've said in the past on your podcast um they probably met at mr miyagi's funeral so i think they know each other they just never mentioned her on the show so i think um daniel's gonna need like a lot of help taking down cobra kai so he's gonna call her and try to get her to help that would be amazing like do we expect her to still be in karate into karate or probably yeah so what if she's just a buddhist monk yeah, she moved to the monastery oh, yeah. after this movie. I think I have some bad news for you guys. See, because after that, after you know the events of this film, she <laughs> can no longer deal with uh, karate, and she started taking boxing. Oh no! Oh no! Stop right there! I don't want to know how it ends. Do not bring the chair out again. We already brought the chair out last week. No, I can't go through the pain. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. A uh, million dollar minute coming soon. Uh, Brian <laughs> Rose will be uh, will be hosting. Uh, million dollar minute. What an idea! 
Nice, uh, nice father daughter feel good movie to do, right? <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, so yeah, immediately we hate Ned. I mean, come on, there's no like with like Johnny, uh, you feel something. I mean, he's he's a huge bully, but you can see how his teacher has really twisted him. I, I mean, I suppose perhaps the, the script writer might think like he's doing almost the same job here with Ned and Dugan as Johnny increased. But I don't think, I think Ned is way too aggressive and gross, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. So, um, he has, he's got a lot of power, um, being an alpha. Um, he's now he's telling her like, Oh, how lucky it would be for her to go to the docks with him. And he, she could have anything she wants. Um, as long as it's him. Yeah. <laughs> as long as it is just this person right here. Hmm. Um, and yeah, it seems like this is like a recurring thing, which could be uh, part of the reason for her, her attitude problem, this, uh, you know, feeling uh, alone, feeling depressed. And now she's like dealing with bullying at school. I mean, luckily she's got Mr. Miyagi. Um, but I do want to uh, say like, if you're a teenager out there and you're getting harassed like this, uh, or, and you're depressed and you're alone in school, it's always good to reach out. Just want to make it serious for a second. and just tell it, say that. So, um, please reach out because, uh, life is awesome. It, uh, once you do, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I did my best. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> Colonel Dugan, uh, shows up <laughs> and that immediately accuses Julie of smoking cigarettes. Uh, so do you think Dugan actually believes Ned or, He's just playing along because, I mean, I, I mean, otherwise Ned would be in trouble, maybe. Or, I think uh, cool. yeah, I don't know. He probably knows how Ned is. Yeah, I think he didn't believe him, but he just didn't want Ned to get in trouble. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I, I love Curb Your Dog that Julie says to him on her on her way to the to the principal's office. Curb your dog. She hits him. Oh yeah, she, uh, Ned. Right. Mm-hmm. She like whacks him on the on, on the arm as she's yeah. She deserved, he deserves that and more. Mm-hmm. So we, we head to the principal's office. We see the principal is not really the one in control of the school. Uh, Mr. Wilkes here is played by Eugene Bowles. Uh, not much of an IMDb, uh, but the principal we see is a, basically a yes man for Colonel Dugan. So it's here where I go, what exactly is Dugan's job at the school? <laughs> what does he do? Is he a teacher? Uh, I'm wondering if he's an assistant principal. Uh, because he just kind of wander in. <laughs> I see him more as a coach. Coach, okay. But an awful one. A bully coach. Yeah. Uh, I kind of assumed he was the head of security, but now that you mention it, I think he could be the assistant principal. Because, and he just has his own little, um, you know, extracurricular activity that he coaches. It just turns out it's it's not football. Yeah. It's like football. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, what was it? What was I thinking of? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. She, he's like, if the student screws up again. Sorry, I'm going to do my iron. If the student screws up again, I want her out of here. <laughs> and uh, the principal says, uh, oh, yeah, of course. You know, it depends on which rule she breaks. And he's like, no second chances. Next time, that's it. And the principal's like, I agree. <laughs> just like, oh, he like protests and he just immediately backs down. Like this guy is a limp noodle of a principal. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He's no James Belushi. I'll just say that. 
<laughs> or Treat Williams. Does Treat Williams show up in the sequels? The Principal Minute coming up <laughs> soon from, uh, yeah. Well, he was no Strickland, that's for sure. Oh, no, no, no. Definitely not. All right. Outside the office, we see another new character, Eric McGowan, who just can't seem to keep his eyes to himself. Uh, and what's worse is that uh, it seems that Dugan notices this and then assigns Eric to escort Julie to class. So what's He's trying to cause here? trouble. Is he? What kind of trouble? Like, uh, um, is- Well, I think he probably knows Ned likes – well, likes – Whatever, Julie and um, I think he's trying to cause trouble between Ned and Eric, like get them to fight over Julie. And and this would serve the Alpha Elite because what, like, uh, like whoever is the more powerful, whoever is the strongest, survives the Alpha Elite or something, right? Well, yeah, but I also think he's just doing it because he's a jerk. <laughs> that's true. I think that's that's what Mark Lee, our script, script writer, was thinking. He's like, well, he's a jerk, so he'd probably do this. All right, jerk stuff. <laughs> Got it. Easelborg, jerk stuff, Dugan. Okay. Um, so Eric happily walks Julie, but yeah, Julie is again apprehensive. She knows that uh, Eric is a alpha in training, and uh, Julie is now telling him to go to H. And... Uh, uh, Eric says, is that Chinese? Which I'm just like, all right, first, I just want to say fun fact. It's not Chinese. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's also wow, like, I didn't like, know that. <laughs> seriously, this is, this is what we come to the podcast for. And he says, that's a funny name. He's, it, it's also not a name. Um, so what is going on here? Like, I, I think Eric is just not the smoothest stalker. He's trying to have some chit chat with this girl and he's just like well let's see what do i have to work with well she's telling me to go to h all right so uh i'll play with that sure <laughs> i don't know uh he's, he's not definitely nice very about. awkward yeah has he talked to a girl before <laughs> he's only a jock in training he doesn't he doesn't know all the jock moves yet yeah that's right that's where you just grab a girl and just throw her around just grab her headphones you'll go to the docks yeah. Uh, this is Chris Conrad, by the way, who plays Eric. He is not 35. Uh, he is 23, uh, the, the actor. Um, Hilary Swank was 19 when she played Julie. Chris has a little bit of a resume. Uh, he co-starred in the Hercules spinoff, Young Hercules, um, which, uh, which lasted, I think, for one season – and do you guys know who played young Hercules? I'm sure you don't, but I just thought I'd throw it out there. I don't. I feel like I used to. Ryan Gosling. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So he co-starred on a show with Ryan Gosling for a season. I remember. I remember seeing that now. He was also the very quickly killed off Johnny Cage in Mortal Kombat Annihilation, which uh, really, oh, really just upset me deeply because uh, Johnny Cage was my favorite character when I played Mortal Kombat. Yeah. And I loved how much he was featured in the first one. And then it just immediately killed off in the second one. Couldn't Played by that. a different guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, lots of military uh, roles. Uh, he's recently was the co-star in Amazon Prime's Patriot and the Epics series Perpetual Grace Limited. Just in case mm-hmm. anybody's fans of those. Or just want to write all those shows down to, uh, for later when you just want to... You know, the, obviously the companion piece to this podcast is to chase down every single uh, bit part 
these uh, actors were in. So good luck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, maybe you can go to the maybe the somebody could start the Chris Conrad companion. Um, and uh, yeah, all right. So that's where my jokes end. I, I pick on <laughs> Eric's jokes, and I'm just just dying here. <laughs> Hey, I'm giving uh, you uh, I'm giving you slight chuckles. Th- thank you. <laughs> slight chuckles. <laughs> sensible <Eric>. chuckle. <laughs> as long as they're sensible, we don't want to too too much. Not too no. much. Okay. A sprinkling of chuckles. <laughs> uh let's see. How much else to go here? Uh Eric does take issue with Julie looking down in the alphas. He calls them a champ like a championship football team. And that the school is known for the alphas. It makes me think that maybe he's new to the school and he's just like, Oh yeah, I, I, I joined this school so I can be a part of the alphas and get ahead in life. And I don't know, join the whatever fraternity organization you graduate into after leaving school being an alpha. I don't know. I don't think a championship football team uh, is that cruel. Later Dugan is talking to the kids about, uh, uh, Oh my gosh, I can't talk. He's saying You're doing well, <laughs> Yeah. Never mind. I take that back. <laughs> you screwed her up. <laughs> I ahead, am considering how I normal talk. Normal talk. That doesn't make sense. Let me restart. <laughs> Just so you know, I don't edit this podcast. Oh, no. Please go ahead. <laughs> so, Colonel Dugan is telling later in the next episode, I think, mm-hmm. he's telling the kids um, if somebody is spray painting at the school, then spray paint their eyes until they see red. I don't yes. think that's what a football team does. You've never seen like football fans with their faces all spray painted red. That's, that's how it happens. The, yeah. yeah, but not their eyeballs. <laughs> well, if you close your eyes, I guess it's okay. Um, Julie says, uh, hang out with morons and you catch their stupidity. And that's uh, true. yes, I just want to uh, look around at, you know, people in my town, people, <laughs> and just kind of give a knowing nod to that. Um, all right. So uh, moving on. Oh, yeah. And then he's like, uh, well, I don't believe your name is go to H. And I was just like, I can't believe they went back to that joke one more time before <laughs> exiting the seat. And it's actually really funny because I feel like Julie has this look on her face like, Wow. Before she just goes to the, see you later and goes in the girls' room. Like, really? He went back to that one again. He is terrible at this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think the so, only other girl he's talked to is his mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, wait. Are his parents dead? We find out his parents are dead. <laughs> are they? So, so he hasn't talked to a girl in a long time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think. They said his dad left them. I forget if they said uh, his mom died. Oh, wait. Yeah. Uh, we'll find out next week. I yeah. I can't remember. So, yeah. Uh, Eric waits outside. Ned walks up and starts asking about Julie. And uh, that's really that's really it for here. Um, I don't know unless you, either of you have anything else for these minutes, these four minutes. I don't. Really. Just, just to comment on Eric's look, he just looks like. The kind of guy who would be in a Friday the Thirteenth movie as a counselor and get killed. He is totally. He totally looks like so. Like there is, there's, there should be a giant blood stain on that uh, gray, 
yeah. cotton shirt by the end of this movie. He's like the weird. final girl's love interest. <laughs> yes, for sure. Yeah. He's he's really tough, but Jason can just completely annihilate him with no <laughs> <Yeah>. problem. <laughs> um, well, does Ned look like Ben Stiller to anybody, or is it just me? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yeah, a little. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um. All right. So, and we're saying, we're, we're thinking that maybe, uh, I just want to shout out to Dave out there that, uh, who, who's a uh, host of uh, five minutes of mystery that maybe Michael Cavalieri should have, uh, maybe played, uh, uh, Mr. Furious. I'm just saying. All right. So it is time to say sayonara, but before we do, we have to thank our guest, uh, Rose. Thank you so much for coming on today. Do you want to come back on Wednesday for four more next karate kid minutes? I'm still deciding, but yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just get back to me, okay? <laughs> Actually, no, because you messed me up when while I was talking, so I sounded like an idiot. I'm just. Kidding. I was. I was trying to allow you to normal talk, so as you were saying, right? Now I have to live with that my whole life. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and uh, we also want to give you a chance to give your podcast a plug. Uh, please uh, let everybody know where they can find you and your dad, Brian. Um, I, my dad is usually the one that does this, uh, Hamilton Save. shot by shot on Instagram. <laughs> my dad wrote this down so I could say this, but his handwriting isn't and good. Facebook. And Facebook. <laughs> it looks like the at symbol. It is. I messed up. <laughs> you can't normal write, can you, Brian? Oh no, I can't normal write. All right, cool. Uh, everybody, yeah, check out Hamilton Shot by Shot. I guessed it on there. It was a fun time. Matt refuses to go on. So uh, <laughs> until next time. Sayonara. Sayonara.